Hello, y'all, and welcome to Jackalope Tales, Urban Legends and Music. I'm your host, Charles Mooney. And I'm Lisa Umbarger. And also with us today are our production crew, Jenny. Hello. Jeannie. Hello. And on the board, the outhouse whisperer, Sam. That's me. <laughs> you caught me mid-whisper. Uh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that was good. So I was uh. talking to you the other day to see if you had checked out any of these uh, TikToks, but have you watched the people who mow? You know you were telling me about that, <laughs> and it was... I kind of can understand how you can get a good feeling from that, but I haven't seen them. You haven't? No. Oh, man. Okay. I guess the <laughs> algorithm caught me yeah, I because guess. I watch the really satisfying, like, power washing and mowing. See, I get blackheads. Okay. See, that can be... I mean, it's, it's there's cathartic. a satisfaction there. Yeah. 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 So I get it. I get it. It really does hit you in the feels. So. There's one, um, it's called SB Mowing, and um, <laughs> he goes and mows, like, places that are abandoned and the weeds Ooh. have grown really tall. Yeah. And so that means he's got to, like, clean the grass off the sidewalks. Oh. And he does it in really—the film is in really fast motion. Yeah. And it's the most satisfying <laughs> sound when he takes the shovel and scrapes the weeds back. It's oh. like— Oh. It's like getting a haircut and then getting the neckline done. Yes. It's like he does everything to yep. make it look perfect. Yep. I got to get that into my yeah, feed. You totally got to check it out. I will, because I want that satisfaction of Sweet. seeing it edged. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of edging, Ooh, isn't that uh, some kind of uh, sexual term? I wouldn't be surprised. I think the kids do it. Well, I, Edging. Hey, uh, kids. <laughs> hey, kids out there. Charles wants to edge. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Y'all, it is a sexual term, and uh, I don't know about kids doing it, but yes, it is a, a common sexual term, and I think it's sort of like the new version of tantric sex. Oh, well, you descript. We need a description. Edging is getting yeah. as close to orgasm as you can without going over the edge. Oh, is that what straight edge is too? I don't know. I'm not familiar with all the kids' terms. I know. Or terms in the, general. Yeah. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Actually, that's why I do this, so I can learn the things. Well, I'm going to stop saying I live on the edge. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. Let's get started. I have the first story today. Yep. And it is about... Oh! Uh, I believe this is one of your favorites, crooners. Oh. Rod Stewart. Oh. Do you like him, Charles? Oh, my God. I mean, from the faces to his solo projects. Oh, to Rod. his Christmas album. Oh my God! What about uh, <laughs> he does the which is the one with the the uh, born free kind of feel? Oh, is it the Forever Genie? Young? Yes, Forever oh. Young, right? Yep, when he rides on oh a God. little farm <laughs> right. dirt road yes. with a kid next to him, right? Oh, and he can't animals. be bad. He, he can't, can't be bad. Be bad. No, be. but uh. Charles, I know you like Rod Stewart. Do you like cocaine? <laughs> oh, well, I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was a good that was a good answer. Your parents are listening, aren't they? Oh, listen, I know. I've got to keep up this good reputation. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a pretty well known fact that Rod Stewart enjoyed cocaine. Oh, but you know the nose candy kind of messes with the old pipes, right? And right. even if you have a raspy voice, it can't be that raspy. Yeah. With the cocaine raspy. Yeah. So you're battling your desire for coke 
but then challenge because you don't want to screw up your voice. Don't want to shred the pipes. Ah, yes. Okay. So here's the tale. Mm. Rod figured a workaround. Literally. Not a reach around. <laughs> it's a workaround. Uh-oh. Yeah, so his brilliant idea is he went to the local pharmacy and he bought some of the antacid capsules. Okay. And he emptied out the antacid and <clears throat> replaced it with the dirty snow. Oh. And he took the dirty snow. Through the mouth? No, because remember, that's still the throat. Ah. Uh, Love tunnel. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Behind. Go back. Go back. Go around. Oh, my <laughs> God. He was plugging? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. He put up the sign that says, please use other door. <laughs> <laughs> Exit only became an entrance. Yeah. Uh, okay. So he had the little gelatin torpedo up his bum. <laughs> <laughs> and he got his little kicks because, uh, you know, he needed the little extra push to oh man to get the ladies, I guess. Yeah. And his vocal cords were just fine. Yeah. I mean, wow. listen, it, uh, how old is he now and he's still singing? Oh, my God. I don't know. He's got to be 70-something. Oh, I don't know. He's up there. Jeannie probably knows. they weren't ready for that one 78 78 wow almost 80 right it's still doing cocaine up his bum (laughs) his birthday comes two days after david bowie's birthday and elvis's oh Oh. that's a good he's the only one who's still here with us Oh. <laughs> I mean, well, not the answer the to that is put cocaine, cocaine up your ass. Right, see? Yeah. Right. And I think it has to be dump out the antacids and dump in the cocaine. Well, after this, I'm going to Walgreens. <laughs> <laughs> so you might want to know if this is documented or how yeah. it's documented. And Rod Stewart admits, admits this totally in his autobiography. Oh, wow. And do you know what his autobiography is called? Rod. Exactly right. No. (laughs) (laughs) Rod, the autobiography. Oh, yes. Because apparently putting cocaine up your bum (laughs) takes away your creativity (laughs) as well. Ability to title things, yeah. (laughs) Wow. Well, I mean, that's very insightful. Right. And there's a lot of the stories about singers putting cocaine up their bum. Another famous one is Stevie Nicks. So we could have told the story about Rod Stewart. We could have said Stevie Nicks. Yeah. So I just thought as a kid that probably all of the rock stars were putting cocaine up their bums. (laughs) (laughs) They were doing cocaine. Right. So in my little fourth grade pea brain, it was like every time a rock star sat down, it was like, it was like... (laughs) Sitting in <laughs> See, and that just can't be pleasant. I remember having to have some suppositories when I was a kid. I was real sick. Mm-hmm. And there goes my dad putting oh. something up my butt. I mean, luckily he used some Vaseline. <laughs> uh, so it wasn't so bad, but damn, I walked funny for a while. <laughs> did your mom and dad do rock, paper, scissors to see who did it? 
<laughs> oh, I think I chose my dad. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all, right now, I'm just imagining someone listening to this podcast and then someone else walking in the room at this moment and being like, what in the actual fuck are you listening to? Oh, my God. That's just like videos like in high school and I'd be watching a video and damn it if my dad or my mom wouldn't walk in when there was a nude scene. See, you could have made it really awkward for them and put your hand in your pants <laughs> right at that time. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> or asked your dad to put in the suppository. Oh, my God. Uh. <laughs> I drew the line after eighth grade. <laughs> All self-suppository. <laughs> Dang. Okay. Well, that was good to know about Rod. And Is I it? and I do remember him calling himself a great family man, though. So I guess you can have cocaine up your ass and still be a great dad. It gets you through birthday parties. Yeah. <laughs> and t-ball games. <laughs> yeah. I mean, whatever it takes. Now, the one I want to talk about is about Led Zeppelin and Vanilla Fudge. All right. And this one is about a fish. I love fish. Do you? I do. Well, have you ever seen a mud shark? No. I haven't either, but <laughs> supposedly this thing deals with a mud shark. So there's a hotel in Seattle. It's actually even still open today. It's called the Edgewater Inn. Speaking of edging. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. Bad things happen at the Edgewater. Right. Don't do it. <clears throat> nope. 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 I'll stay at the Holiday Inn. <laughs> uh, so, ooh, Inn. So, what you can do at the Edgewater Inn is it's built over water. Mm -hmm. And people have been known to be able to open up their window and fish I think they even rent fishing poles down at the desk. So, what if someone was drunk? They fish, they left the fish in uh, the hotel room next to a Bible in the drawer, who shut it. It's like Gideon's best, and then it's like, oh, fish is for the masses. Put it in the drawer, leave the next oh, day. Oh, and no one finds the fish. Well, although it would be symbolic, Jesus feeding. <laughs> and everyone adds a fish every yes. time they go. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, I got a fish. <laughs> On a more serious note, if you were ever preyed upon by a band, an artist, or their crew, I am so sorry that that happened to you. And if you were one of the bad players, fuck you. I don't know how to say that any more clearly. So this next story is the one that falls into the fuck you category. Back in July of 1969, Led Zeppelin and Vanilla Fudge, they were playing the Seattle Pop Festival. And so they were staying at the Edgewater Inn. Now, the drummer of Vanilla Fudge, Carmine Apice, have you ever heard of him? He's a famous dude. Guess who he has drummed for? Vanilla Fudge? Rod Stewart. What? Yeah. Do you remember the Do You Think I'm Sexy video? Yes. The guy twirling the sticks on the drums. That's him? That's him. That's Carmine. So he played drums, and maybe the day before this event happened, he had hooked up with a beautiful redhead groupie, and uh, she actually slurped his gherkin in the limousine. <laughs> so they had developed a special relationship. Okay. Well, the next day, that groupie, she called up to the Edgewater Inn room where John Paul Jones 
was located. I and love him. You have met him. I have. I love that guy. And he signed your acoustic bass. Yeah, he did. That is really cool. Yeah, he's a good dude. Did you ask him about the mud shark? I did not know a mud shark at the <laughs> okay. time. Well, that's probably good. Uh, so anyway, at John Paul Jones's room, he, she called up there, and Carmine was like, yeah, come on up. And he had told her about the keyboardist of Vanilla Fudge mm-hmm. having a movie camera because the guy was liking to document all the stuff that was going on on the tour. And we're talking about an old, old camera. Right. You so know? that'd be the real film <clears throat> Exactly. And so she uh, was like, I totally want to make a movie with you guys. And so she came up to the room. Now, before she had arrived, the road manager of Led Zeppelin and John Bonham, the drummer, had caught some fish from the window. And one of the fish they caught was a mud shark. So are they little with this story, I hope they are. Okay. But we'll, I mean, we'll see. Was it like Jaws? Oh, God. I hope not. They hang it out over the boat. Yeah, I know. It's like, well, make it a minnow. (laughs) (laughs) But the girl talked about, when she got to the room, how she liked to be tied up. And so they ordered a rope from room service. Okay. What room service? They have a rope. Well, they got irons. I mean. (laughs) You called down for fresh towels. Oh, and and I need a rope. I need a rope. Some duct tape and a tarp. Well, I guess guess when you're a musician, you can get anything. But uh, (laughs) the groupie came up to the room, and uh, she was tied to the bed naked. Okay. And the... uh, guy of Vanilla Fudge was supposedly documenting this on his camera, and Zeppelin and members of Vanilla Fudge proceeded to slap her with the mud shark and shove live fish into her smelly freckle and Lady Garden. They were live. (laughs) (sighs) It's So, there's so many questions here. (laughs) So, I'm worried about the fish, too. Uh, so, yeah, it's still kind of a little ambiguous of just what they did with the fish. But this story was even documented in a song by Frank Zappa called The Mud Shark because he had met up with some of the members of Vanilla Fudge at an airport in Chicago. And Vanilla Fudge was telling him the story about it. So the whole story, whether true or not, was even documented as a song, so... Oh, yeah, that's right. And there's a Frank Zappa lyric. He says, destined to take the place of the mud shark in your mythology. Oh. Wow. Uh, some off apostrophe. Ah, so he is questioning the whole validity of it. On stage, we sometimes play characters and stories. And some of those stories we tell on Jackalope Tales. And usually, they just support the stage persona. Right. So most of the time, it's not even real. It's just like... Hey, I'm wacky, and look, I'm wacky. <laughs> you know the stories, <laughs> like, right? They're wacky. Oh, you know, it's the sex, drugs, and rock and roll of it all. But let's be honest, most of the stories really are fabricated. They're fabricated by PR teams that are paid a lot of money, by fans, and by the artists themselves. Right. So most are meant to be amusing and to curb boredom on the road. But there are times when those stories are acted out and become reality, and it's really hard for me to understand how some of it is acceptable behavior. I was in a band. I was really lucky. I was in a band with some decent guys. 
And I felt like they protected me and took care of me. And maybe having a woman in the band changed their perspective. But I always felt protected and taken care of. Yeah. Um, the craziest thing we ever did with fans was give free haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> we ran an extension cord out the window of our bus and attached some clippers. And the fans lined up and we set up shop. Wow. So, um if you received a reverse mullet from me, I apologize, and uh, I'm so sorry about <laughs> that really bad haircut you got. Now, did any of them ever request a haircut, or is it just whatever someone you all felt like doing? They showed up and they knew <clears throat> what kind of haircut they were, might get. Oh. <laughs> and some of them came back and, like, just shave the whole thing, so we did. Ah. And they all were willing participants. Right. That's a very important thing. Oh, yes. So I've been in here trying to figure out how long a mudfish is. And uh, apparently a mudfish is just like a term that they use for any sort of bottom dwelling fish or mud shark. Excuse bottom me. dwelling? Bottom dwelling. <laughs> so like, yeah, there you go. Bottom dwelling. Bottom. Okay. And there are a whole bunch of different kind that fall into that category. So size could vary greatly. That's they, true about everything. <laughs> right? <laughs> Much like in real life, size varies greatly. <laughs> It's the um, motion of the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or in this case, the wiggle of the fins. <laughs> Down. <Yep. laughs> yeah. oh, what if she put a starfish in her starfish? Oh. My mean, brother-in-law calls a butthole a starfish. I have heard it called a chocolate starfish. Right. So that's the story <laughs> of the mud shark. I still have so many questions that I wish I had known when yeah. I talked to John Paul Jones. Oh. I want to know because... It was me and John Paul Jones and Paul Leary from the Butthole Surfers. Oh, God. That would have been a good jaunty what conversation. What team. Oh, my Talking God. Talking about <laughs> mud sharks. But I think you might have one, a story that can even top this one. We need props. What do we have? Here you go. Ah. Some Barbie sunglasses <clears throat> that are in a condom. Open up the condom. <laughs> Hey, in the control room, there should be some Barbie glasses. Ex everyone but Sam. Yeah, I don't get any. He doesn't get any. He's got to work. Sam is not what we would call a participator. He's not. Well, nor a rule follower. They fit on top of my readers real well. Yeah, they look. everything looks cheery. It really does. So we got some Barbie doll sunglasses. They're heart-shaped, pink. <laughs> I'm feeling the Barbie effect. I mean, before there was a movie, Barbie was popular. Like... <laughs> when I was a kid, <laughs> we didn't even have movies, and Barbie was popular, like, for real. Right, right. Yeah, before Ryan Gosling. So, have you seen the movie, by the way? No. Are Co you going to? Courtney and my stepdaughter have, and then they enjoyed it. I'm going to go see it because it looks fun. I'm going to yeah. watch it on video because if it's more than an hour and a half, I know I'm going to have to pee. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I just wait so I can watch it at home and pause it. Lisa, I took my daughter last night. How was it? It's great. Yay. Did she rage against the patriarchy? You know what's so funny? Her instant reaction was that she loved the movie, but she suggested an alternate ending because she felt like that the LGBTQIA plus population was not properly represented in the movie. There's Ken. Well, they had actors that were in that community, but they didn't actually really address it much in the storyline. And this kid, just like as we were leaving, she was like, it was good, but they really should have included more people oh, in that that's community. Sweet. And I was like, dude. Very thoughtful. Well, we're going to yeah. include them in this 
this story in a weird way. Okay. So this is the story of the missing Barbie doll heads. It's a mystery. Dun, 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 dun. And this one is really twisted, which is kind of how I like the stories. To oh, me. yeah. The more twisted, the better. And um, the story was also told to me by a roadie who worked for a very popular grunge band in the 90s. Ah. So just put that out there. Start thinking who it might be. That's a very small category. Right. Well, the, first of all, the crew and the bands travel in separate buses. Right. So the band will be on one. The crew will be on another. Uh, the roadies rarely are on the bands with the bus. But this night, the singer had forgotten his sunglasses, mm-hmm. and maybe they were pink and heart-shaped, like oh. the ones we're wearing. I don't know. And so uh, the singer sent the roadie to his bus to retrieve his sunglasses. Mm-hmm. The roadie searched around his bunk, and he had knocked over a pillowcase that was on his bunk. Okay. And onto the floor spilled a crap ton of headless Barbie doll bodies. It and almost it, sounds like a Hardy Boys mystery. It does, doesn't oh it? Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It I'm... won't later. We're going to go into Nancy Drew territory. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so he quickly scooped the bodies back into the pillowcase and grabbed the sunglasses and got the hell out of here. Yeah. Because yep. it's, it was a little creepy. Oh, yeah. You imagine, like, there's not very much light on the hallway of a dark oh, yeah. tour bus. There's, like crazy amounts of Barbie doll bodies. And it's always scary as hell when the horror movies have, like, the mannequins and right. the dolls in yes. it. It's like, oh, shit. But no. these are, like, tiny mannequins. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> and dolls are kind of scary anyway. Anything mm. tiny. Right. No. <laughs> scares the shit out of me. Uh, <laughs> so later that night, the roadie was talking to the tour manager and the tour manager told him to shut up and never mention again. He's like, don't don't ever say this. Don't say it to anybody. Oh, God. And after a few beers, the sound guy pulled the roadie aside and told him the whole story. And by whole, I'm talking the H-O-L-E story. Oh, right. okay. It turns out that the front man for this band would swallow the Barbie doll heads and masturbate while the head exited out the back door. Excuse me? Uh-huh. I what? know, right? Uh-huh. What? Yeah. Barbie doesn't need to see that. No. Like, th- up that close. Oh, my God. It's like a Barbie anal bead. <laughs> yeah, something. Oh, God. <laughs> so you might be wondering who the heck this is. What band is it? I know. I mean, it's. I, you said the 90s alternative. It could be uh, anyone. It really could. It could be my band. Oh, God. It's not. Okay. Um, But I will tell you. (laughs) So that singer was allegedly the ex-Mrs. Gwen Stefani. Uh, And this story has creeped me out for years because we toured with them. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, can you imagine poor Barbie's soulless eyes floating in a foul stool of fish and chips or bangers and mash, whatever he ate that day. I don't know what British people eat. It's probably bangers and mash. Yeah, fish and chips. Right. Oh, my God. (laughs) And there's this, like, Barbie's head bobbing (laughs) next to a poorly chewed piece of fish. Tilapia. Right. (laughs) You topped the mud shark, I think. (laughs) It's Barbie's mud shark adventures. (laughs) Oh, my God. I feel so edgy now with these glasses on. We're part of the Barbie tribe. Mud shark sold separately. (laughs) Barbie's dream mud shark adventure. And it has like a pink 
Edgewater yeah. Hotel. Yeah, the Barbie Hotel where you can oh, fish out man. the window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. <gasps> oh! What it's time gr- is it? <laughs> it is time for the Lone Star Salutes. It's time to quit talking about buttholes. <laughs> is there ever really a time to stop talking no. about them? No, let's I keep know. going. I know. So, yeah, tell us what this segment is. This is the Lone Star Salute, and this is where we talk about one-star reviews of music, concerts, anything music. Anything. And we read your reviews of something you hate. Yep. I know. Five stars, boring as hell. One stars. Bring it. So, do you want me to go first on this Yeah, one? go ahead. Okay. I happen to find a review on Yoko Ono. <gasps> I don't like her music at all. It's very... I, yeah, 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 yeah. If I recall. It is. No. In fact, I thought you were her for a second. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is for her album, Fly. So, this reviewer... The title of the review of this one star, pretty good if you're really high. Mm. Yeah. Oh, so this is a good review. It's still one star. Okay. But don't rush me. Let me get into this <laughs> review. So he goes on to say, I first listened to this album at a friend's house. We both had consumed a fairly large quantity of shrooms and were also smoking marijuana at the time. I had also just drunk about a six-pack of Coors. So he's a braggart. (laughs) He really is. (laughs) And, I mean, top quality with Coors. Uh So most people might claim I was in too altered a state of mind to effectively make any type of judgment on the musical ability of Yoko Ono or the quality of this particular album. I can see people questioning that. Yep, it sounds fair. I would counter this argument by saying that being in any sober state of mind while listening to Yoko Ono is in itself equivalent to mental and physical torture. At least when you're high, her music makes you giggle. So buy this album if you're going to get really high. I guess that's the point I'm trying to make, is how he ended that. Right. I don't know why he gave it one star then. Uh, I think it could be uh, argumented. Argued. (laughs) Not argumented. (laughs) I know. I'm high. I mean, I, you I'm could, so high. I want to hear that album. You see, I, <laughs> it's these glasses. But I guess he's saying that any state uh, that you're in, it's equivalent to torture. Shrooms didn't even help him on this one. I mean, Shrooms and Barbie. That's cool. disappointing. Shrooms and Ono. Uh uh. Oh no. Uh uh. Oh no. (laughs) Oh no. Oh no. (laughs) That should have been the title of the review. It really should have been. Oh no. Oh no. Uh, But yeah, any particular drug or Coors does not help to Hmm. enjoy it. Yoko Ono. I wonder if he switched beers though. What's the beer in Blue Velvet? Uh, Paps Blue Ribbon. Paps Blue Ribbon. That's still around. Oh, yes, yes. Or get a Lone Star. Yeah. (laughs) Why not? There you go. That's the one of the big tall boys. That'll get you through, Yoko. Because you drink one of those, (laughs) one Lone Star tall boy, and you don't care about anything. No. Wait, hold on, guys. I just want to say to the folks over at Lone Star Beer, we are looking for sponsors. Yes. Let's do it. Best beer in town. Send us some. Okay, my Lone Star salute is for Fleetwood Mac's Rumors. 
which, by the way, was the first album I bought with my own money. See, that's one of the biggest selling albums of all time. I bought it at a Dillard's department store. Wow. Back in when the malls had music. Yeah. Oh. And I fucking loved that record. I yeah. listened to it all the time. Oh. That and Queen. Those are the two records I had. Oh. And um, my dad gave me, I think, a Neil Sedaka album out of a dollar bin. Oh. So I didn't listen to that. I listened to the other two. <laughs> You didn't give Neil a chance. There were some good songs. Okay. okay. But they weren't better than rumors. I know. I know. Um, (laughs) That kind of goes without saying (laughs) based on how good rumors was. Well, and also, Fleetwood Mac is well known for their cocaine use. Oh, yeah. So, kind of fits with this. You mentioned Stevie. Yeah. Yeah. So, here's the review I listened to this album and my eardrums popped. Stevie Nicks' vocals are so high. He sounds like a girl. Seriously. (laughs) Sing like a man, like Chad Kruger from Nickelback. Uh, Wait, wait. He he said he sings? Yes. (laughs) This person thinks Stevie Nicks is a man. Oh, my God. That's like South Park when they made uh, (laughs) all the military think the goat was Stevie Nicks. (laughs) 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 stevie stevie oh man so he thought it was a guy right well i can see how that would kind of change your opinion of the album i need to go back and listen to it with that kind of view (laughs) or not i don't know i don't i guess the voice annoyed him when he thought it was a guy (laughs) that's sad i know a lot of people are annoyed by her voice but i like it I think Fleetwood Mac is so good, and I'll still listen to Fleetwood Mac. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's signature vocal right there. Yep. Poor Stevie. Poor Stevie. I know. Not Chad Kruger. Oh, God, no. (laughs) Well, that alone, him saying that she needs to sing like Chad, discredited. (laughs) (laughs) So let's go back and do our little review of the show. Oh, yeah. We get to go and recap what we talked about and Is whether it, we yeah. feel like it's a jackalope tail or jackalope not. Jackalope tail or nah. Yeah. So let's see. The first one was Rod Stewart. That's not a jackalope tail. That's for reals. Yeah. I mean, it's in Rod, the autobiography. <laughs> yeah. And he probably wrote it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you're right. Yeah. So it's I real. Mean, he validated it. And then the one I talked about. The mud shark. The mud shark. I don't know. Seems like there's so many different stories about it. It's retold and retold in many different ways. Yeah. And like you were saying before, it just seems almost like the kind of story the bands would make up and use to brag about themselves, which is totally wrong. But yep. I could see them just doing that and just being like, yeah, yeah. You see, that's what I think, too. I think that one, and I'm hoping... Especially that one is a jackalope tail. Yeah, me too. And then we have the scariest story I've ever heard. (laughs) Barbie takes a dive. (laughs) Barbie takes a dive. Um, That has been passed now. (laughs) For a while, it has not been confirmed. It's just speculation. Right. And again, it's probably bands on a bus telling Uh. stories. And, and this is the crew. And uh, anyone who's met crew of yeah. a band, I mean, come on. Not Motley Crew. 
Oh, no. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Road crew. Road crew. Yeah. Love them. They got to entertain themselves. I mean, yeah. you've seen what they wear. <laughs> black jeans, black shirt, black shoes. They're just absorbing all the light. Yeah. You got to really question the validity of the story then. I think it's a jackalope tale. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, those were really good stories. I like so. those stories. Yeah, yeah, made for a good episode. Yep, and we want to thank everyone for listening. And please check out the Jackalope Tales on all the socials. Subscribe, rate, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and anywhere else you get your podcasts. And join us next time as we question, is it real or is it a Jackalope Tale? <laughs>